I definitely am obsessed with that part of Injustice 2. I'm so glad it's there. I'm very excited when in, that they announce a new character and then Starfire. still are more characters. This, this wasn't in the news, but Starfire was released today. Yeah. Today? Yeah. It was Holy in, shit, yeah. I wasn't even playing today. You weren't even playing today. I, I, <laughs> I believe so, though. Starfire. I want to play her, like, hardcore. Yeah. Uh, yep. She, three hours ago, release. Oh, release date. Let's see. The release date is, segueing into the news a bit. Welcome to episode 135 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I liked your uh, emphasis. Yeah, yeah. This Dramatic is pause. I'm trying new things. Oh, um, yeah. oh, yeah. This is Felix Hergood, and I am sitting here for a duo show. A duet. Have you and I ever done a duo show? No. Sitting here with, who am I sitting here it's with? Neo Yoshi. What up? Neo Aoshi. Yeah, of buddy. The, of the Emergent Gamer Duo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as everyone who's been listening to the show recently probably knows, Trip Zero is uh, has been whisked away to a magical fantasy land called California. <laughs> that bastard. And he's been there for a while, and he may be coming back eventually. I hope so. And yes, I'm not technologically competent as a producer of the show to make it so that we can bring him into the show. What using modern technology yeah. and conference calls? And I still, I, honestly, I still haven't figured out with our hardware how to do it. But one of these days, I don't. We'll know. figure it out. Yeah. I got to just spend a Saturday and really put my put my head into it. But anyway, um, we're gonna just, I guess, talk a little bit uh, about ourselves and what we've been doing, and then we are gonna roll into some uh, cleverly um, gathered news stories. Oh, gee, thanks. Yeah. Um, so what, what, are, what have you been doing, Neo? So remember that time I was like, I'm going to stream mm-hmm. and I'm going to actually do it this time? Did you? Well, I did it. A I, lot? I did. I pretty much streamed all weekend last weekend. I witnessed it. You did? I, I think that I was the in during that weekend. Yeah. The, yeah. Free, the free Neo streaming weekend. I know. And not only that, I, I was streaming, I, I think like Friday night, I went from like, I want to say like 6 p.m., and I went all the way to like 3 a.m., just like wow. playing, I was just playing Player No Battlegrounds and all night. You were streaming. And I was streaming. And then I think I fell asleep live on the stream. <laughs> I am not I've kidding. done that. And, and like, it. I woke up and people in the chat were like, sweet dreams, sweet prince. And <laughs> <laughs> How many people did you get in? Um, while I was streaming at peak, like 10 people. Really? That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like I said, I'm part of like a, that kind of funny community. So they all, we all play together and they pop in, see my stream. Okay. And then while they're waiting to like jump on my team and then we'll, you know, we swap out. Well, that's uh, a good players. base. That's a good yeah, base. Yeah, it's really good. We actually, tonight we have another like PUBG game night. Okay. Really looking forward to doing that. So good thing we're recording nice and nice and early today. Um, but yeah, I played a lot of PUBG. Uh, that game, it ha- hits all the notes for me, man. It is just straight fire. I used to be a big fan of the game Daisy. Yeah, familiar with that game? Oh yeah, it's a grieving game where you just grief each other. That's what it turned into. Yeah. Ultimately, you just run around. That game is pretty much just like hours of running around finding guns. Hopefully, 
if, if you're lucky. And then getting shot in the head by someone who's already been in the, on the server for, like, hours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that game had a lot of potential. And back in, like, 2013 when me and my friends all got it, we were, like, loving the survival aspect of it and just the find loot in the world and explore the world. And ultimately the game never went anywhere because they never they, – they didn't make the game around their product, if you know what I mean. Is it a fair statement to say that PUBG yes. is the daisy everyone always wanted? In my opinion, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Because I don't know about what other people think about the comparisons of Daisy and PUBG, but PUBG took the Daisy model almost and gamified it in a way that makes it fun. I can play it in quick bursts because... I could survive five minutes in a round, or I could survive 20 minutes in a round, depending. Is, is the, does the game have grieving, though? It doesn't. I mean, it's a player-versus-player game, essentially. Right. You're, I, I wouldn't call it grieving so much as I, I like to think of each time I get killed, it's, it's an encounter. Because you, can you can go minutes without seeing anybody, and then you're, you, you end up meeting another team on, in battle, and that's an encounter. Yeah, the, the time I watched when you were playing... I saw you go to the mountain in the center okay. of the map. Yeah, okay. You and your boys were there. And the whole time, I'm typing in the chat, but you weren't paying attention. It's hard, it's hard to. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. Um, you, were, you were not paying attention, but I kept typing in the chat. I was typing things like real snotty things. I was like, let's go to the mountain, the one place where everyone wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, hey, guys, let's find the guys on the mountain. I'm, you know, like, and then I type something like, if I... Had just entered this game, I'd go and find a sniper rifle and just aim at the mountain. Right. Um, um, but then you were surprised in the session I was watching. You got surprised by like four dudes that happens on the mountain all the yeah. time. Sometimes you're the one doing the surprising, mm-hmm. and sometimes you're the one ones who get jumped. But then I was also watching that one time you, I guess you thought you knew where people were. And then they were across the road in like a house, mm-hmm. and you guys went to like a gas station across the street. Oh yeah, and then you got like totally fucking pinned. We down. got pinned down um, because you didn't realize. Like, I guess they might have had powerful snipers. They were they were outgunning us because of yeah. If they had better weapons and we just had submachine guns, they're gonna they're gonna get us. Yeah, every like time. I, I noticed that none none of you guys up until that point had any range nope. on your weapons. And one of the players that was with us, I know the round you're speaking of. It was uh, my buddy Eric. It was his first time playing the game. Oh yeah, yeah. He was asking questions the whole time. The whole time, and yeah. we were, and like it was like kind of like his his you know first time out in in the field, so to speak. And it was it was like a learning experience, and that happens all the time. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Um, the the most important weapons in the game to have, and you get really excited when you find them, are the sniper yeah. rifles, obviously, and the the scopes, because there are two X, four X, and eight X scopes. Um, For even like the assault rifles. Yes, yeah. The scopes you can usually, depending on the gun, you can swap them on any gun. Um, I, if you have a assault rifle, put it on an assault rifle. Now your assault rifle can see really, really fucking far and you have an advantage just because your vision is now improved among other players, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so without, without, um, those weapons, you're, you're fucked. Uh, I mean, you can do it. If you, what you, the ways to get around that are to force close and quarter uh, encounters, but it's really hard if the map is so big. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it, it behooves you to get the jump on people first. Yeah, the thing yeah. I noticed in the game is 
Like, if you're casually observing the game and you're not going in and continually watching a stream for longer than a minute, mm -hmm. you won't realize how goddamn large that map is. Oh, it's big. It's like the full size of, like, the Just Cause map. Sure. That, that, I can see not, that. If not bigger. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And Sometimes it, you got to run across that whole thing, too, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The game forces you into segments as the as time progresses. Yeah, as it goes. And you, it's random where on the map the, the center of the yeah, final the circle, circle closes randomly every match, so it actually changes the the dynamic of every battle, no matter no matter what. Every right. battle will end up in a different location uh, because of that circle. Um, and one thing I've been learning too lately is that as the game starts to the end, your strategy needs to change. In the beginning, it's all about okay, I need to get into all these houses, I need to get all the items I can, I need first aid, I need assault rifles, I need scopes. Those are those are like the three most important things. Yeah. After that, it's like you st you ignore houses as soon as it gets to like thirty people, right? Starts with a hundred people in the in a, in a in, on the map. Everything's a hundred. Usually, least. it's ninety nine players uh, a game. They try and fill up the whole game with a hundred players. Okay. Ninety nine hundred players. And once you get to like thirty players, that circle's already already segmenting off a map. Your strategy changes from it's, collect items. Can I ask a question? Okay, go on. No, it's 99 for uh, the particular game type you're playing, right? Uh, is it smaller on the 1v1? No, no. 1v1, it's 100 players. Oh, uh, okay. And then and for duos, teams of two, it's 100 players of two-man teams. Squads. 100 two-man teams or 100 50, 50 total? I guess it would be 50 players. 50 total. Uh, 50, 50 teams. Fifty teams got it of a hundred players. I, I, I don't know math or whatever. It's still always a hundred. So even always when you have a team of four people, a hundred players, it would still would be less teams than that. Correct. Correct. Got it. Got it. Um, so yeah, I, don't, I forgot what I was saying before. It's, Sorry about that. No, it's okay. I just, I lose my train of thought easily. Uh, so yeah, your strategy after once it hits like thirty players left on the map, the circle's already segmenting off the map in a certain way, and your strategy becomes from collecting items. To okay, avoid cars. Don't use a car as soon as it gets the numbers get down. They're really loud. People hear them. You're mm -hmm. you're you literally stand out on the map in a vehicle. You want to find cover, predict where the circle is going, and get there. And try and put yourself in a position where you can either camp quote because camping camping's legit. I've been killed by campers in this game many times, um, and it doesn't make me mad at all. It's just like that's like they out they out strategized me. In well, the case. camping can't be for hours because no, it's a because timed map. You'll have to keep moving. If if you are in the wrong spot, then you have to keep moving. No, the 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 concept of the camper that in other previous games that gets annoying mm -hmm. is the fact that you get killed, you go back to where the guy is. He's still fucking there, and he's watching. Yeah, he hasn't moved. Mm -hmm. It's maybe a position that's impervious to to any kind of damage, and mm -hmm. it's just endlessly shooting people from that spot. Right. I guess that would not work in this game. Yeah, it wouldn't because he would have to move because the map would force him to move. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. So what I do is I try and find, try and f predict what enemy players would think to do. For example, there are planes that fly overhead on the map too. They drop big loot crates with special weapons that only drop in those loot crates. So you, you go, okay, am I close enough to collect that item? Or... <coughs> Do I watch the item using my super sweet sniper rifle and wait for people to show up at that box and take them out? So that's all another like these are all you have to like kind of think about what you're going to do 
every round. All, um, all of that levels. exists in um, the GTA Online experience now. Okay. Yeah, they have supply drops that come in, and everyone ru- rushes to the supply drops. There you go. So there it's you the go. same idea. Like, sometimes you'll hold back, put a sniper rifle on the supply drop, waiting for somebody to get to it, and then pop them off. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's a, that is a good strategy. But that, um, I, I see... I see a lot of similarities between GTA Online and this game. Okay. Except GTA Online is continuous, you know. Right. It's never, just, it's just never a persistent ends. world. You're never thrown out of the world. Yeah it's, yeah. it's not like a set match or anything like no, that. No. Yeah. This I is see, always... I see similarities. Yeah. You always get thrown into a fresh, a fresh map every time. Uh, the, the other time I recognize similarities is when people were talking about how uh, they... Um, to segue, if you wanted to talk about it. Well, I was going to mention the first person mode. Well, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Um... If you're in first person mm-hmm. in GTA Online, you can't play with people who are in third person because they have an advantage over you. Correct. So what's your news point? Well, it, that's it. They introduced this past week the first person mode. Um, the Day one it came out, it's having a little bit of issues. It's actually currently in, in, the, in the game menu, it's labeled as a beta mode. Uh, and it only, you can only play in that mode as a solo experience or a duo experience a, t- a team of two i see so no squads yet uh and it's only on you think the it's a yet or you think it's never i think it's a it's a yet okay i, I think i think they're going to implement the those modes for the squads eventually they just okay. want to make sure the first person mode works and it looks like what they did was in the patch that added it they made a whole bunch of new animations for the first person mode because uh, f- you're looking at your gun now it's a little bit different like uh the reloading is different you now when you use a first aid kit, you pull out a syringe and you, you see you, the animation is like you, you inject yourself and you take pills for the painkillers. Feels like Far Cry. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a lot of that. Um, so it's a lot of fun. It's a lot harder. Uh, your field of view is down, obviously, because you can't just see around your body. Um, another trick in third-person games is you're looking around a wall. You can actually, you don't need to expose yourself, but you can use the camera to like kind of look oh, yeah. around a wall. Can't do that anymore. Nope. So now it's like a whole different game. You're, I played it a few times. It, it's very for a, an open map like that. It's claustrophobic because your field of vision is now so limited. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Well, no. What I was going to ask you yeah. is, do you have a lot of experience with first person? I do. I mean, I play a lot of Battlefield back in my day. I played Call of Duty. I played a lot of first person games. Mm-hmm. But in a game like this, where there can be a player out in the mountain watching you run. And you're only looking through... So are they. You're right. Yeah. They have the same advantage as you. Yeah. So I could could say that... um, So there's one thing that you could do in GTA Online Mm -hmm. that um, used to piss people off. You'd force first person if you were going to play like a deathmatch or something like that. If you're the host of the the deathmatch. So I can see... I can... I can see similarities between the, those two modes because I used to do it all the time. I, mm-hmm. I used to host a death match and then I would force it to first person and there would be 30 people waiting in the lobby for the match to start. Yeah. And the minute I switched it to first person only, they I, would, drop. I would do it right after. And the minute I did it, it would cut down to like five people left. Beautiful. Because <laughs> everyone would fucking leave because they didn't want to Well, this is, this is definitely a mode that people who play this game want. Oh, good. For sure. Same here. Yeah, yeah. So people people are actively playing it. Uh, the first day it, was, it came out, server issues, uh, connection stuttering. There was a lot of stuttering. But these guys on Twitter, like I, whenever that happens, I go on Twitter and they're like, we know the issues. We're working on it. Don't worry, guys. Hang tight. And then like the next day they're like, we got it. Go have fun. Oh, cool. These, these, they're pretty responsive and their they're well, Twitter account's actually pretty, pretty uh, they update a lot. They do a lot of updates. 
which I enjoy. Um, these guys care about the game, and it's sad because back to day, going back to DayZ, those that, that development has been in it's been in development hell essentially since 2013. Um, you, you played it regularly. Were their people responsive? They were, but after they went kind of uh, the original developer, his name was Rocket or whatever his okay. tag was. Um, so when it, he he released the early access mode, right? A year later, he's like, okay, I'm gonna hand this off to another team, like another uh, director, and I'm gonna move on to something else. And that was like after he came. He, I don't know if you remember this. He came out Rocket uh, when the PS4 was announced at the E3. At E3, he came out on the stage and was like, "Just let you know, we're making Daisy for PlayStation 4." This was a thing. It's 2017 now. It still hasn't come out. It still hasn't. Come, it's still in early access. All they've been doing, I've been, I pop into the subreddit for Daisy occasionally. Hmm. All they do is they add new buildings and then they'll add some new items and new mechanics like hunting. You can hunt animals now. But there's still no game attached to the actual... It's just a survival running simulator. That's all it is. It's got to be empty as hell at this point. There's still a small community. It's still there. Every so often, I'll, I'll th- I think about reinstalling it and see what updates would, have been added. Would you agree that probably some of their base left and went to player unknowns? I would argue very strongly in that. Um, mm-hmm. I go on the I went on the Daisy subreddit like a week or two ago, and people were talking. There, there was like the new update patch was like being talked about, and people were like, "Yeah, this." this some people were like, "Yeah, this, <coughs> this still doesn't add anything. I guess I'll just stick with player unknown for now." And then people like either get angry at that comment or or like, "Yeah, you're right. This, yeah, there's the, no game attached to this game." If the game is giving people if player unknowns, PUBG is giving them. What they desire. It's fulfilling that void that DayZ never offered. Never offered, yeah. DayZ was never attractive to me. I mean, I've never played on a PC, but DayZ never seemed like the type of game that I would want to play. It's it's not for everybody, but it definitely has. That's the whole survival aspect. Really, really speaks to me. Uh, it's the Metal Gear player in me. You know what I'm saying? I play I play player unknown like I play Metal Gear Solid, essentially. Oh, I did want to tell you. You brought that up. I did. I, I, said, I put a Twitter poll uh, for what game I should play. Oh, I didn't see play that one. Next, and uh, Metal Gear Metal Metal uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is on there. So is it really? Is it still? Is your poll still live? It's there, but I don't know where you're going to find it. I posted it four days ago. Oh, okay. Now, damn. You know? I can't vote on it now. That sucks. No, I mean it's it's up for seven days, but the oh. way Twitter handles their polls is horrible. Yeah, you have to like, like pin you, it or something. You, yeah, I would have to pin the poll. Nah, but it's podcast. weird because <laughs> it, Twitter randomly throws up old messages to people, so it's still going to get votes. And then right. when it's finally done, I'll get the results. It, they they do send me a tweet that or a message notification that says your your poll is complete. Gotcha. And but then after I put it out, release it into the great unknown of Twitter, I I can't find it because it it's you know it's five. You know, I tweet a lot. Days, it, yeah, I'm looking. I'm scrolling through your feed right now. You're never gonna find it. It was. It was fucking three or four days ago. All right. Well, I vote for Metal Gear. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, well, we're gonna move on in a second. I guess I'm pretty much yeah. done talking about this. Nothing but, more about PUBG. I mean, I'm gonna go home and play it as soon as we're done here. So oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. happening. Copy that. Uh, kind of funny has a game night every Tuesday now. They they started doing right. PUBG game nights. So that's the best way for me to squat up. It's like four four people. Get a whole bunch of people in and interact with the kind of funny community. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're a pretty good group of people. Shout out to the kind of funny community. Yeah, I really appreciate you uh, 
you're doing that because you're letting them know about us. Yeah, well, so. they do know. They do know now. They know. They know I'm here right now because I was talking. To them, I was talking on the Discord earlier. Right. Oh shit! I'm recording my podcast tonight. I don't know if I'm gonna make the game night. And they're like, record later. I'm like, nah. I'm gonna record tonight. I'm gonna oh, good. Um, I'm glad you're here. So the poll, I, I put up a Twitter poll today as well. Yeah. I, I think I, I did 24 hours. I, I'll have to like make it longer this time. But I want to play two games this weekend. This is this is my this is what I want to do. Either Tacoma, just came out. Uh, I liked Gone Home a lot. I thought it was a really great way of narrative telling the, the people story. who did Tacoma did Gone Gone Home. Home. Yeah. yeah, and that was a really good quick story that I enjoyed. You know, in one sitting. Uh, so Tacoma could be a good Friday evening if you know what I'm saying. Yep. Or a game that came out today called Hellblade, which we'll get into later. Oh, I see your poll. I'm oh, gonna, you found it. I'm going to put Hellblade. Oh, thanks. I voted. Um, so those are my two choices this weekend. They seem they both seem like they're short, sweet storytelling. One has a little bit more com- one has combat. The other one is just narrative, a narrative-based storytelling in space, which I like. Uh, I did see Trip Zero streaming it this week. Yeah, he was. Uh, last night, or the night before that, I watched Yeah, him. I popped in. I, I said what's up, but I was like, I'm not going to stick around, only because I do want to play the game and experience it for myself. That is the one um, That is the one disadvantage of being a streamer who plays newer games and then also trying to support people who who are mm-hmm. playing games. A lot sometimes of times, I'll just leave the stream running and yeah, mute it and mute but it. it. But I mean, a lot of times you'll go in to actively engage the streamer who you, who you want to support mm-hmm. and then you'll get in there and you'll be like, oh fuck, they're playing a game that I haven't played yet and I don't mm-hmm. want to be spoiled. Sure. Because I'm spoils, ma- the spoiling content, media content really gets under my fucking skin. So I agree. It does, does me so as well. So I'll see them playing it and I'll go, you know what? I got to pop out. Um, if it if it's a streamer I really support, I'll leave it on, mm-hmm. um, but I'll mute the volume, and turn it right the fuck yeah, down. put it on a different tab. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I can't I can't really interact, which sucks. But. So yeah, I mean, like uh, it looked cool from what I saw of him playing, and I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm already you already sold me, so I'll uh, check either of those two games out. We'll see it 21 hours from now. What? So that's what you're doing. That's what I'll probably. Yeah, do. Yeah, I realize I segued us into our news points. I want to hear what you what you got. Um, and I kind of skipped over myself. Yeah, let's not, let's not do that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, go ahead, man. Um, well, I started the week by getting sick. I'm coming down off of that. Oh, thank damn. God. Um, so I didn't do a lot of streaming. I um, Let's see. What have I stumbled upon? Uh, I was going to do a couch co-op with Flower and um, Snacks the Cat. What game? Uh, we want to do... Um, Overcooked again, yeah. Uh, Tricky Towers again, cool. And then Snacks has a third game that he's going to bring over that he says is a surprise. That's also a couch co-op style game. Is it Diablo? He didn't tell me. No, but I'm on the, that's Diablo. the other thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought I, was, I listened to last week's show. You by did the way. good, I did. good. Yeah. Um, and you heard me talking about it. And do you, do you have an opinion on, on Diablo? That? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have it on PC. Well, let, let's talk about that in just a second. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I want to do that couch co-op stream. I'm still obviously streaming Shadow of Mortar, and we're going to talk more about we Shadow got, we of War. We got news for that, yeah. news for that. We're going to talk about that, so I'll leave that for later. And then Rise of the Tomb Raider, I'm still doing. I love that game. Both of those games, I am now fully, I'm fully into. Mm-hmm. Like, it's on. And they're both incredibly addicting, and I can't wait to get back and stream them. Tomorrow I'm going to stream uh, Shadow of Mortar again. 
And then on Thursday, I'm doing Shadow of War. Uh, sorry, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Ra- Raider is so much better than the previous game. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good! I said that on the show last week. But you did. You, you, did. you truly should play it, dude. It's. I, I have. It's so you did. You played it. Yeah, in I got it. I waited for it to. It came out on Xbox first, and then it. Oh yeah. And then that spring, right. it came out on PC. What is different between the 20th anniversary edition that came out on the PlayStation 4 and that version? It's just the outfits. Uh, no, it it just had a release embargo. It might have more DLC content on the PS4 oh, version. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is DLC content. And I'm Xbox play, had but... timed in uh, exclusivity on it, okay. is what would happen. And, and that rubbed me the wrong way, because I was like, well, I really want to play. I love the first one. I want to play this one. Uh, so I had to wait for the exclusivity on the Xbox to run out so I could play it on PC. And then that fall, because it came out, I don't remember what the year, but it came out winter on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Spring, they released it on Steam. And then that next winter came out on PS4. Okay. So they had a whole year uh, between releases on the consoles. Well, I'm in, I'm loving it. I think oh, it's, it's fantastic. I think it's those games are amazing. Game. Um, I can't believe how detailed it is. There's very little glitches, problems, issues. Bugs. They took. I think they took a lot of cues from the Uncharted, and just the the animate the animation quality. But the other day when I yeah. was playing it, I uh, I popped on. I'm not. I wasn't playing with the soundtrack of the game. Yeah. I popped on while I was playing. I popped on the uh, the entire Uncharted. Uh, it fits. Music. I'm yeah, sure it yeah, fits it really well. Fits so fucking well. Um, no, they, they, pl- people were like, "Dude, what? What is that? This, this is so- confusing me. <laughs> it sounds familiar, but that's not this game." And I'm like, "No, yeah, it's the Uncharted." And I did the same fucking thing for Shadow of Mortar. I play with the Game of Thrones soundtrack. Oh God! So it's all the Game of Thrones. You're crossing the streams. Yeah, the only <laughs> time that people like recognize that the Game of Thrones music is actually not Shadow of Mordor music mm-hmm. is when the Game of Thrones main title come on. Right. That, you know that comes game. on, and people are like, "Wait a minute, this isn't right." Oh, <laughs> uh, one day I was doing it. I was playing Shadow of Mordor on the day Game of Thrones was supposed to come on. Sure. On, on like a Sunday, and everyone was like, "What the hell is this? You're this is dissonant. This is dissonant." You know, so I, li- I like fucking doing that, um, playing like music that's appropriate for the particular game I'm playing, but not exactly like what would be PUBG's music, dude? Uh, what would it be? I would put the Metal Gear soundtrack on if it was me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, just any kind of like stealth espionage, you know, James Bond soundtrack, <laughs> yeah. maybe. You know? it totally could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but I I don't play with music in that game. Yeah. Right. Because you need your senses. You need to hear footsteps. You need to hear. You need to be aware of your surroundings. Well, that's true. So you can always turn it down. Turn the music down. Uh, maybe. May, you know what? I'm not even going to speculate. I haven't yes, played the game. It's very challenging. It's too too intense. You probably do need to hear everything. Yeah, it's a, you're, and then I'm always communicating with my teammates. So. Yeah, in a, in a single player experience. Sure, different they, different story. Totally different. Yeah, like um, if I played Tacoma, I'm sure I could put on some like eerie space music. You know what I'm saying? Just like the twenty one, uh, the two thousand one Space Odyssey soundtrack. No, what's the um, Dead Space? You could put Dead on the space. soundtracks, all the soundtracks to Dead Space. Try games. and make Tacoma a horror game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I did that too. One time I put on all this. Uh, I have this mix, this uh, synthwave mix, mm-hmm. and some of it's. From uh, the movie The Fog, which is a John Carpenter movie from the 80s. Oh, is that where they, they were in the uh, supermarket? Is that different? Uh, you're just thinking of The Mist. The Mist. That's what yeah, you're thinking. Yeah, Mist. John Carpenter is much earlier than that. Uh, same concept. A big fog comes into town. There's monsters in it or whatever. Sweet. But uh, The Mist is like Stephen King's version of that. Cool. 
Um, but The Fog was a John Carpenter movie that has really creepy music. And sometimes when I play Shadow of Mordor, I play this mix, and that music comes on. And one one dude was in the stream, and he kept writing over and over again, this music... Oh, sorry. This music is super creepy, dude. He kept typing, creepy. You're creeping me the fuck out. <laughs> this game should not be this creepy. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. But, yeah, that's... That's what I've been uh, doing. There was one other thing. I'm glad you're enjoying Tomb Raider because that game yeah. is definitely worth playing. I can't believe how that I waited this long to play it, but it na- happened. now it happens that I when have... you have a beautiful stack of games. I'm getting to them. You're doing it. You're uh, doing it. I'm proud of you. I'm so but, proud. Uh, of you. The Phantom Pain is definitely in the list of potential next games when I finish Tomb Raider. I will definitely watch you I stream put, that. I put GTA Five Story Phantom Pain in there. And then I added two other ones. They're not necessarily PlayStation games, but I figure it's just whatever. I don't remember what they were. I don't remember. But I don't know. I think I think my thing is always going to be alt two games. It doesn't necessarily have to be one on the PlayStation, one on the Xbox. It's just alt whatever. Oh, I put Assassin's Creed in because I want to see if how many people are dicks. Because if you pick Assassin's Creed, that's a lot of games. It's the whole franchise I have to play. Mm-hmm. Are you going to start over and play the whole thing? If Assassin's Creed wins, I have to play the entire franchise of Assassin's Shit. Creed. I, I'm going to search your tweets for that. I want to vote for if you if I if you choose Metal Gear, do you play all of Metal Gear? No, I can't. I, I can only play what I have available to me. Mm-hmm. I can only play what I have available to That's me. Good point. That's a good point. Um, if Metal Gear had more than one current gen console game or a way of getting the older games through Xbox one backward compatibility, I'd do it. That wouldn't be an issue. Or cool. I would, or I'd buy them in the um, I would buy them in the um, the PlayStation store if I could. I'm not above going back and playing older games. Well actually it depends on how old the game is. Yeah, there was like Trip was saying you might not enjoy Metal Gear Solid one. I can't I can't retro an older game. But I'm happy to just go through Metal Gear uh, Solid Five despite not having I all think at this point, stuff. just do it because you'll just you'll enjoy a Metal Gear game, and it's definitely a good one to enjoy. It's so it's controls are modern and they feel great. The game feels absolutely amazing well, to play. I'll let you know what the result is of. Uh, just going to go look through Twitter, Twitter real quick. Yeah, you'll get it eventually. <laughs> I'm uh, sure I will. It's somewhere out there. Um, the yeah. Only, what else? There was one other thought that I had. Um, you know, I'm not not going to remember it off the, off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. So I I, I brought this up to people online. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I brought it up to you in the show at one point. Were you on the show where I was talking about um, AI loadout bots that for Injustice Two? You did. You did talk about that. I did talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm more baffled than ever with that. I finally fought my first boss in. Injustice 2. But it was another person's AI loadout? No. Okay. You, you have the multiverse. Multiverse is not um, PvP. It's like the, it's like their mini-game. Entirely thing. single player. Okay. And every couple of hours, random multiverse events occur. They show up as planets in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go into one of these, they have specific rules per... Um, there's usually like five or six incidents on this planet. You select an incident, and then that incident, I think they call it an event. That event has particular rules to it. For instance, it gets really fucking ridiculous in some of these. So there's, there's one where like modifiers on modifiers, your battles. Exactly. So 
here's here's an example of one that's so goddamn ridiculous. Okay. The game is upside down. You're literally fighting. Does a it multiplayer does it reverse match. your controls though? Like, or are your controls yes. normal? I don't know. I couldn't it just, tell. It I just fucks. Too, with, it just fucks with your brain. I was so dumb when I was playing it. Uh huh. And and keep in mind the whole tower, the whole tier that you have to fight. All the superhero matches are all this way when you play that event. So, and then you have so you have that type. Then you have a bunch of other environmental modifiers like everyone's slower. There's one really cool one where as you fight, if you get hits, you speed up until by the end of the match, every like, single, every single, uh, both fighters are incredibly fast. Everything you do is like lightning fast. So there are cool ones in there. But the thing that really baffled me is I finally got to do a boss battle. Now, they're signified by a tower that has a skull over it. And they're generally claimed to be harder. So... It's for level 15. I'm level 16 Batman. And it says, in order to accomplish this, the theme of this was like, Batman has to fight the villain in here. And I think the villain was um, Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. It makes, makes sense. Batman, villain, that yeah, whole sure. thing. You didn't have to fight any more characters than Poison Ivy. It was just Poison Ivy in this boss battle. I go into it. I'm level 16. I got epic gear on. I don't know if I have specific gear that can affect Poison Ivy. I just have generally epic gear on that is mostly leveled to my level, 16. I think there was like one or two pieces that weren't. But for the most part, I'm 16, she's 15. I go into this, and it was impossible. Like, I, so I had two bars of health. She had one. I only had to get down one bar of health. Every single time I hit this woman, I took away nothing. Like, next to zero amount of health. Were there specific moves that only worked on her? I don't know. But it was so hard. Not not to mention that. She was ultimately the fastest. It was like fighting one of the most skilled players ever. If I would duck block, she would hit me with a, a, a mid block, a mid hit. If I would uh, mid block, she would hit me with a low hit. And it was just like, it was like she knew every move that I was trying to do. And I was like, this is impossible. Not, oh, and it starts off, she has about uh, a minute, or not, not a minute, but like maybe 30 seconds of, you can't even damage her. She has like an armor shield. <laughs> and I was like, how could anybody beat this, right? I'd be like, I call bullshit I'm, on I'm this. I'm racking my brain. I'm like, there's no one who could beat this. I tried it uh, almost 10 times, and I was like, I'm never going to beat this. So, I, I rack my brain, and I go, oh, I have my AI loadout. Let's try that. So I take my AI loadout Batman, who's level 16 with the exact same motherfucking armor with a different skin, and I set him up to fight this Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. He does it in one shot. Oh, my God. And, hey, and, the game just plays itself. And fought as powerful. He fought as well and as powerful as the Poison Ivy. With the when you're a machine, you can play very efficiently. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're a machine, you'll you do it. He doesn't have the human flaws of reaction time and all that. So I sent a tweet out to Ed Boone, who develops the game. Yep. And I sent a tweet out, uh, some Facebook messages out, where people commented back. And, I, and I'm saying to myself, this makes no fucking sense. Why make a game so goddamn hard that no one can actually do it? Unless this game is being made for a one percenter out there, like a kid who is that good. And yeah, like the hardcore, the hardcore Mortal Kombat but, Injustice players. But my argument I would make, and to anyone listening, 
tweet out to me and communicate. My, my argument, I think, that I would make is why don't you fucking own that you made a hard game? Like Dark Souls. Dark Souls is a game that purports this is hard as fuck. I wouldn't, but it's a, you know, fighting games get hard, man. We're uh, getting into a segue here because this can lead right into your Hellblade game. You can, it way. can totally do that, yeah. If you're going to make a game that's hard as fuck, make it hard as fuck, and then tell people when you try hey, to fight hard these boss fuck. battles, you're going to lose, and this is hard as fuck. You have to be this good to beat it. Yeah, but like, do they have to tell you? No, do they, they don't, I guess they don't to? have to tell tell me, but right. the internet comes out and wonders why it's so hard. Don't give them AI what, loadouts. What, what I, my question, my problem with that would be is, the thing's so hard, yes, sure, I need to be better to beat this. But then why why give you a tool to let the game play itself <laughs> so you can progress this this event? That yeah. That is what racks my brain. I'm like, why, why would you give, why would you make an, a, a challenge in the game... So challenging that I can I have to use an automated system to beat it. I'm not even playing your game now. I'm watching my 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 loadout play your game. Diamond Jab from uh, GSM Podcast. He reached out to me. Shout mm-hmm. out to Diamond Jab mm-hmm. and GSM Podcast. Check so, them out. They 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 have a lot of um, similar interests to us. So we're we're kind of brothers in arms in making podcasts. But anyway, uh, Diamond Jab reached out to me and he said. That there is there are certain gear sets that I can get that m- give me a lot of percentage p- power. I just have to play the game more to to get drops. You got to unlock more loot. Yeah, yeah. and I I think I agree which, with that. Which in RPG fashion makes sense. Yeah, I want my anti. Like I'm going to example you. I need my anti poison gear to fight poison ivy. Well, what right? I was going to say is there yeah. is I haven't seen something like that, but maybe that exists. I'm just that's just a generic. What example. I have specifically yeah. seen is there's a modifier on some epic gear mm-hmm. that says against villains you do more damage. Okay, so that's if an example. I, if I go. was Batman, I would probably want to gear up with five. It's five total pieces that you can wear. Mm-hmm. Five total pieces of anti-villain armor, each with like a five to ten percent percentage increase for villains. Right, and then maybe. I'll do the fight and see if I get a better, better chance. In RPG fashion, makes complete sense to me. Yeah. You, you don't want to just necessarily use the epic gear. You want to use the gear that's more important to the battle that you're fighting. Yeah. Makes sense. And I'm fine if the game has that strategy and I just haven't figured it out yet. In that case, I would say, I'm sorry, Ed Boon, for being like, what the fuck? The, the one... Yeah, <laughs> right back like a week later, like, hey, by the way, I, I didn't did know it. what I was talking about. Figured your game so, out. Sorry, Ed. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I definitely am obsessed with that part of Injustice 2. I'm so glad it's there. I'm very excited when in, that they announce a new character and then Starfire. still are more characters. This, this wasn't in the news, but Starfire was released today. Yeah. Today? Yeah. It was Holy in, shit, yeah. I wasn't even playing today. You weren't even playing today. I, I, <laughs> I believe so, though. Starfire. I want to play her, like, hardcore. Yeah. Uh, yep. She, three hours ago, release. Oh, release date. Let's see. The release date is, just segueing into the news a bit. Uh... Yeah, I don't see that at all. Uh, I didn't hear all this, like, so it would make Starfire sense that it's out. They really okay. They released a trailer for her. No, that was that was like last week. She she might be okay. out today. It's true. I just haven't signed into the game at all. Oh yeah, here it is. Just now, Starfire officially available on in Injustice. 2. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I, I can't wait to play that. Uh, that makes sense. There was a multi uh, verse event that I was playing last night that said Blackfire could help you. And I think Blackfire... Blackfire? I don't know if Blackfire is the same as Starfire, but or related to Starfire. But Interesting. I had the color of the energy, it wasn't a character. Like was, an alternate skin. 
No, no, no. When you have, um, in multiverse events, when you have a player that assists you, you don't see the character. You Something comes in off screen to help you. Oh, so for an, instance, an assist character. Yeah, yeah, it would say Batgirl can assist you whenever you were playing a match. Um, and what it was was you flicked the right tr- uh, toggle. And, it, and in would come the um, the Batarang from Batgirl, and it would wrap the person up, and then they would be, you know, paralyzed mm-hmm. for a second, and then you could take take some hits on them. Oh, very um, nice. But the one that just announced in the, uh, that seems like it's somehow related to Starfire, is it's called Blackfire. And what it is are these two huge pink bolts of energy come okay. flying in. <laughs> And I, I seem to think that must must be related. It must to be related. Fire. Some sounds sounds related. Yeah. So they're like doing like thematic things for the announcement of their character coming in, probably. Cool. Cool. I can't wait to check that out. Yeah, it's something to look forward to. Oh yeah. So speaking of difficulty, you you have a Hellblade article. Yeah. Right? So I was. Um. This is a game I want to play. Uh, so, same here. Same here. Yeah. Uh, so the company Ninja Theory does this. Yep. Did this game. They no, which I don't know what they've done. They've previously. done the Devil May Cry reboot. Oh, on yeah. the PS3, Xbox 360. Oh, yeah. Pretty fun game. I enjoyed that. They did the game Enslaved, uh, Journey that of the I West. Played. Haven't heard starring, of it. Starring uh, Andy Serkis. He really? plays the main character. Wow. It's a retelling of Monkey Journey to the East. Also, you know, Dragon Ball is based off that as well. You familiar? Uh, n- n- uh, Old no. Chinese folktale. doesn't matter. We're okay. talking about Hellblade. So Hellblade actually... It reminds me of like a Viking tale. I know you and Locke get into this a lot. Well, I'm big into the show Vikings. You, you guys talked about it last week. I heard you. Yeah, I can't um, So the, the style of the main character, I don't know if you've seen any of the trailers for this game. It's I gorgeous have. looking. I have. I saw it. Um, it looks very Viking-esque. It reminds me of like Horizon a little bit in, their, in the style. Um, but what we're, what we're talking about here is, uh, oh, also I really want to play it. I might do that this weekend depending on my poll. Um, uh, today it came out that if you die too many times in the game, it would wipe your save and you would have to start over. Um, a lot of people were relating this back to like the old video game days where you run out of lives and you start over. There were no game saves back in the NES days. Well, there's something in recent memory that did exactly what this game does. You're right. What game was Who that? Who develops this? This is Ninja, Ninja Theory. Oh, yeah. They, they do more action-oriented No, I, I know the game. It was uh, Arkham Origins. It would erase your save file. Arkham Origins had a mode you can unlock if you beat the game on a certain difficulty, mm-hmm. uh, called "I Am the Night" mode. And okay. When you were "I Am the Night" mode, if you played and died as Batman in a in a checkpoint, it would erase your file. Oh shit! Well, that sounds like something you can choose. In this case, it sounds like you don't have a choice here. Cool. But well, you say cool, but a lot of the internet <coughs> got really pissed off, including one. Total Biscuit, well-known online personality of video game. I don't know who Total Biscuit is. I don't really care. That is, oh my god, <laughs> he's he's a big name in in. I should know who Total journal Biscuit is. in game journalism. Yeah, he's up there with your Patrick Kleptics and Total Biscuit. People. I apologize for never not knowing who he's you are. He's definitely not listening to us. <laughs> he does not care. <laughs> um, so yesterday, Total Biscuit flipped his shit on Twitter, being like. Who do these devs think we are? We this is this is a twenty this is an archaic form of gameplay to delete your save file after this. We don't do that anymore because we have lives and we don't have we don't have the luxury of playing these games over and over again because you want to you want to erase our game after a certain point. And he like he like went off like on a, a Twitter triad. He sounds like he's a grown ass man. He is a grown ass man. That's pretty cool. He is a grown ass man. Speaking um, for other grown ass men, I'm proud well, of him. 
Yes, absolutely. But today he apologized because Total Biscuit did. He apologized. Don't back down, Total <laughs> Biscuit. Goddamn. <laughs> because one of the devs was like, because the devs were like, yesterday the devs were all like, yeah, we uh, we snuck this in here, guys, aren't you? What do you say? Uh, one of the devs, uh, quote, I quote, the dark rot will grow each time you fail. If the rot reaches Senua's head, I believe that's the main character's name, Senua's head, her quest is over and all progress will be lost. That's and so I, good. And I think it's great. But now there are conflicting reports. that uh, Total Biscuit says he talked to one of the devs and he was like, oh, no, 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 it, it doesn't happen. And now, like, some people on NeoGAF are confirming it does happen. And some people are like, so, like, who knows? Who knows? Well, they're building the mystery, as Sarah McLaughlin would say. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> thank God for Sarah McLaughlin. Um, so a lot of people are trying to test it out, and some people are saying it's a bluff. So who knows? Maybe next week if I play the game. Well, do you like that idea? I, I never got a chance to play I Am the Night Like Mode, you said. But I did unlock it. Dark Souls is a game that is not ashamed of their system of death. They, they, that's part of the game system where you lose your XP progress. In that but you game. don't lose all your progress in your save file delete. No, it does not delete your save file. You still checkpoints and things like Correct. that. Correct. Right? Yeah, you'll lose your experience if you die before re- reaching a checkpoint. But this is something different altogether. This is like you, you, you're fucked. You start over. You lose hours of progress because the game is like, oh, you, your quest is over. Well, in their defense. Go on. In their defense. Yes. I saw that they only made an eight-hour game, so you're not losing lots of progress. This is true. You're not losing the nine motherfucking hours that I lost when Mafia 3 decided to delete an entire day of playing. Now, that wasn't a feature. That was a bug. That was a fucking (laughs) piece of shit bug because they had no manual save whatsoever. So right now there's a difficulty in deciding whether this is a this is a bug or a feature. Total biscuit, you didn't hear me go out to the goddamn internet Dude, and complain uh, about Mafia Three and its <laughs> shitty development. Trust me, people <laughs> enough people complained about Mafia Three. I'm sure he was among them. Can't confirm that. Can't no, confirm. I, I just heard about um, him, Total Biscuit. I'm cool. There was another bug. Uh, Jim Sterling released his review of the game as well. No, well, it sounds like the review codes for these games when it went out real late, the embargo was real quick. So it was. There hasn't been this game hasn't been in the hands of a lot of people for long enough to confirm these bugs. Jim Sterling gave the game a one out of ten because, and that's not that's, he doesn't do that often because of that feature. No, he encountered a different game breaking bug. Put out a video. He took down that video this morning and put out a, a apology video. Hey, I'm subscribed on YouTube to Total Biscuit. You know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly know who he is. I, I definitely have subscribed to him. Good stuff. Good <laughs> stuff. Yeah, he's a well-known voice in games. Um, yeah, and, and uh, Jim Sterling got this blasted for this review, this 1 out of 10 review, because he encountered a bug where some kind of, like, he didn't pick up a torch, and then it auto-saved, and then he couldn't go back to pick this up, and it halted his progress. So, bam, 1 out of well, 10. Well, that sounds like, a, that's very, very, very similar to the Mafia 3 bug. Sounds just like that. No, yeah. that's very similar to the Mafia 2 bug I experienced, where I was before the final door you have to Dude, walk through. All you're, all you're telling me is don't play Mafia games. That is exactly what <laughs> no, you're no, telling no, me right no. now. No, I'm, I should I'm be, kidding. I'm, well, how about this game? If he experienced a bug similar to Mafia 2 that I experienced. The bug, the bug has been addressed, though, and okay. he retracted his, his review, and he will be putting up a new review this weekend in a couple days. How did it, how they fixed it for him? The the devs reached out to him and they they gave they patched the game. No, okay. they fixed it. 
So All right. that's not on my screen. But yeah, Total Biscuit, he put out a, not Total Biscuit, Jim Sterling put out uh, a video called, it's uh, psh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice Review. Oh, no, he put it out. He put out the review. Cool. But um, before that video was, so about that time I gave Hellblade 1 out of 10, it was like an apology video. It was, like <laughs> a, it was a retraction. Anyway, that's Hellblade. I think it looks great. I'd like to try it. Me too. It. I'm not... I'm, I'm not, really impressed by the visuals. And I'm not going to shy away from a feature where if you don't make it... That doesn't scare me at all either. No, I want to try it. Worst case scenario, how long I, what, I, I set it to easy mode and just play the story. Like No, but I... In terms of streamability, the types of games mm-hmm. that are great for streaming are games you can replay yeah. multiple times. Sure. Um, it gives people a chance to see you go through the game a different way each each time. So it's But in my case, I don't want to have to do that. I want to enjoy the game and the story without having to stop and be like, fuck, I died too many times. Right. Here, here's an example. Um extreme survivor mode in Rise of the Tomb Raider that I talked about on the last show. Okay, does that erase your genre? I'm not going to do that. No. I'm not going to do that because I'm trying to do a consummate playthrough of Rise of the Tomb Raider and the way that game works is it only saves at locations. Fires. Campfires. Mm -hmm. So I could be in the middle of a game session, forget to save at a campfire, and then go forward for an hour and then die in the middle of doing something, the next thing you know, I'm back at that campfire. All the progress, all that time with me and the viewers wasted. Yeah, that's that nice. doesn't sound attractive to me. No, definitely. But going not. into a live stream and saying, let's see how far Felix can make it in an eight hour game over the course of two days would be neat. Sure. Does Felix make it to day two of the game? Because I do about a four-hour session, mm-hmm. so half, one half could be the first half of the game, four hours, and then will Felix make it to day two, and then market it that way? That would be sure. a lot of fun, you know. It's what very I mean? cliffhangery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're you're there the day one, and I only get three hours in, and she's dead already, like That's <laughs> it's like day two, we're starting over. Well, see, it sounds like it's not the first death. It's like over a like it could be any. It could be your third, your third to tenth death. Who knows? Right, right. But yeah, so that's we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I definitely. I like the price point. point of thirty bucks. Yeah, absolutely. For like an eight-hour game, I think it's a great deal. Yeah, and it's gorgeous looking. Because uh, there was a game that I played that was less than eight hours. It was like probably two and a half. It was sixty bucks. It was. Uh, was it Recore? No, uh, Recore was forty bucks. Okay. And, yeah, not full of shit at all. What was that game? Um, PlayStation, uh, Order 1886. Oh, 1886. Order 1886, yeah. That game, I think, was like two and a half hours. Felt like a long movie. Mm -hmm. It was $60, I remember. It was 60 bucks. I was like, Jesus, it looked good. It really did look good. Oh, yeah. They touted that. They touted those graphics, man. Um, But they had no no game girth to back it up. Yeah, it was bad. Um, Anyway, shall we go to the next story? Yeah, sure. Uh, so you're excited for Middle Earth, Shadow of War? Well, I've already told everyone in my stream that I'm going from Shadow of Mortar right into Shadow of War when I'm done. Beautiful. And I heard the progress transfers. So. Yes. The, uh, uh, your orcs and your progress with them do transfer. It yeah. seems like. So this news came out this week. Um, sh- there's, there's multiple parts to this story. Okay. All right, so bear with me while I lay all the cards on the Lay table. them out. Lay them out. All right. So they announced this week that Shadow of War will let you pay... To open loot crates, loot boxes, 
in, let's say, Overwatch style, right? You open, you're going to get gear in this game and loot. And you can pay real money now. Skins or gear? Gear. Okay. Uh, and they say it's all stuff you can find, but you can pay to just get open loot boxes to see if you can get that epic piece. Okay. So for real money, you can now buy loot for this single-player game. The second part... Now, that, that's already muddy for me, all right? Personally, not yeah, a whole... single-player experience, that's muddy for you? Absolutely. Okay. For, a, for a $60 game that's already making retail cash, they're, all now, they're now saying, well, if you want to... Sk- to me, what this says, Felix, is if you don't want to play the game and you just want to get the good stuff, give us a little bit more money and you could get the good stuff in the game without having to play Who, the game. Who's this made by again? Monolith and WB. Yeah, well, that's just not... That's absolutely... They're just following the Ubisoft model. The Ubisoft... They're just... They're, they're, WB Games is based in Montreal, right? Yeah, I believe yeah, they're so. they're right around the corner from Ubisoft Montreal, and they're like, hey, guys, give us some ideas for how to monetize our game. Like, this is not surprising. Right, right. This is, Games have been doing I know, this. I think Injustice does it, too. You know, Ubis- Ubisoft's been doing it with Assassin's Creed for, like, 20 years. Yeah, and I stopped playing Assassin's Creed. Not 20. <laughs> I'm just they, okay, they didn't do it in the last full one I played. They did not do it in Black Flag. That, that was a recent development. Was it? I believe so. I believe it was, like, a Unity, Unity and newer thing. Now, I thought you could always buy like a sword or some bullshit in every one of the games. There's always something you can get. I honestly don't remember. I don't remember that. either. Either way, um, I, first off, okay, let's say let's say you're okay with that. You never visited you the you, the Assassin's Creed like online portal where all the, the Assassin's Creed you play shit points. was. The you play points, not you play. Okay, they had they made they ended up making a full Assassin's Creed online portal. Where they sold tons of shit. Like you guys can't hear actual, me right now, but I'm rolling my eyes. Actual <laughs> gear, actual merch, like all kinds of. Oh, whole like shit. I can buy like a shirt that I can wear on my yeah. my real body. Yeah, that stuff. That's fine. That's different. No, that's but fine. I think you could also buy like digital weapons and pet, pet, no kits or packs. Fuck it, I I don't even remember. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been so checked out of Assassin's Creed. It's like I'm okay, fine, Ubisoft, you do you. Anyway, well, my sorry, my point is. Is I never took that bait. I just played the game normally because you can still get those weapons as you played. Right. So what this now the only way that this would work successfully is how does loot work in the game? That is my question. Is is if they're gating, if they're giving you the a player, not you, the collective you, the ability to buy loot boxes and open these in a in a uh, casino like fashion, in a gambling like fashion. In the, if I play, want to play the actual game, are they holding back loot drops in the world so that incentivizes oh, a yeah. player more to buy these loot boxes? If they are. If that's then, the case. Yeah, that's fucked. That would drive me... I, I would say, no, screw that's you. No, that's fucky. I'd, keep so, your I'd re- $60. I'd return the goddamn game. Oh, there I'd you go. in like two seconds. So this gets even more muddy when you take into account the online mode they announced. Right, it gets real muddy. So, especially Shadow of yeah. War now has a ranked online mode where you assault other players' fortresses. This is similar to the game type in Metal Gear Solid Five, which you'll hopefully will enjoy soon. I will. Um, called FOB, Forward Operating Bases. Um, every player in that game gets their own base, and I'm assuming you'll get your own fortress here that you will put your orcs in, and you'll you'll you know you'll upgrade your orcs and whatever, 
And it's basically tower defense. And then a player will invade your tower, and they try and collect the loot in your tower and win, okay. or whatever. And you can come in and defend your base. Um, so now, when I look at this, I go, okay, if I wanted to be the best at this game, this online ranking game, can I buy loot boxes, gear out my character, gear out my... Can I spend real money to, to be better than other players? That's where it gets even more money for me. There's a shit ton of uh, fucked up online space-themed games that do that. A lot of games do this. What's, what's the, the biggest one that does that in online uh, RPG space-themed games? There's a bunch of them where you can... Well, like, like EVE Online? Yeah, like that. That's those are those are games where you spend like forty thousand real dollars right. to buy like to, that game to, to has amp up a huge that game is a little bit different because uh, it has its own economy. That's what I mean. This is saying I can be better than you if I have real more mo- more money than you. Well, if that makes sense. My uncle plays something like EVE Online. I don't even know what it's called. Mm-hmm. But he says that that's the whole thing about the game. He's like he's. A, he never did well at the game because he mm-hmm. wasn't dropping tens of thousand dollars on. Well, that's why ships. you don't. That's why you don't hear about Eve Online that much anymore, huh? Right. Well, <laughs> I'm sure there's a huge base of players that still play it, but uh, but to spend sixty dollars on a game and then be offered loot boxes and then like this is to me this is not good. This doesn't make me trust your game quality wise. Yeah, or your um, your business savvy. Right. Or, or 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 maybe you're too business savvy. <laughs> I guess so. I think this is overreaching a little bit. Savvy? Um it's I, I like to bring up these practices a lot because of You do. I do. I like I I like to call out the industry when I when I smell bullshit. We started the show before you were one of our hosts mm-hmm. on calling out bullshit. We were Good. This show originated our first episode was all about us being used as QA. When they come out with dude, that when they come totally, out with betas, that is totally still a problem. <laughs> oh my god! I I made a comment today, which I should tweet out. I I, I said uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't type this. I should do this on Twitter, but I said I said welcome to 2017 in video games, where just like comics, games got issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's just it's just a shame that these games just keep coming out. Just like fuck, I just feel like I just feel like these these they don't see me as a gamer. They don't see me as a player. They see me as a walking wallet. That's what Shadow of War is is telling me right now. I'm just a wallet to them, and it makes me it makes me a little mad. Um, I'm trying to figure out where I said this, but it doesn't matter though. In the end, it doesn't doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. I'm probably gonna buy it. Oh yeah, that was that was related to Lawbreakers. I was making. I, I've already told people. In my stream that I play the game. Okay. So I'm going to buy it. So, so you can check out my stream. We're going to totally come back to this topic. Yeah, we're definitely going to come back um, to this because I'll be able to answer Because this questions. is all based on pre-release information that's been Oh, what's the out? release date again? People were asking me that in the stream and I don't even fucking remember. October 10th. October 10th, yeah. So yeah, this is all based off of pre-release information. We don't know if this is going to affect your single player experience fully. Well, if it does, I'm going to answer live on film, bitch. <laughs> As you should. As you should. Um, so we'll probably revisit this. And uh, with that, our last story, or last two stories, rather, um, the Overwatch Summer Games has begun. It's back, baby. 
So oh, they bring that, that That's where you do different seasons, right? Um, it's just another one of their, like, their, like, month events. Uh, last year, it was the Olympics. So they did, like, Olympic games. Um, and they introduced new game modes. So this year, Lucio Ball is back. What kind of uh, loot uh, packages are they dropping thematically? So um, I'll bring up the website here. You'll have to look it up yourselves, listeners. But here you see Soldier 76 wearing an apron, a cooking apron. Oh, like he's, he's out for a barbecue. Yeah, he's barbecuing in the summer, man. Look That's at that. Cool. And it looks like his gun is like, it says assault rifle. Get it? Like with salt. A salt rifle. Yeah, that's good. Clever guys, clever. Uh, Mercy is a Greek goddess now. She's no, wearing that's pretty cool. I guess in the lieu of the Olympics. Uh, Reaper looks rad as a BMX biker. Widowmaker looking good in her bikini. Kind of like a X Games theme. Yeah. Well, Mercy. they're they're mixing up a bunch of the- uh, a bunch of styles. Um, but yeah, you can see. Let's see. He's a looks like he's an Australian Foot- footballer. Footballer, yeah. Uh, a rugby Mc- player actually. McCree's got his his swim trunks on. Very nice straw yeah, hat. Pretty cool. So yeah, these are all all loot uh, that you can get. Um, uh, what what was your last week we talked about? And you listened to the show. What, what what? How do you feel about the Overwatch League that they're trying to? Create? That's pretty cool. I think um, it me it gives more people going. I want to play competitive gaming, but I don't want to just be forced to be number one. Otherwise, I don't have a uh, uh, I can't you know make a living. You know, this is this gives them a base yeah, salary. Like why did I spend all this time playing getting good to be number three or four? Or, which is great if you're three in the world. Yeah, why yeah. not? But yeah. if you're not making the money, then you got to you know One thing learn a skill. I didn't ask or I didn't talk about. It's top three players or is it top three? Oh, I just threw that number out there. No, no. What I meant was if if you're the top May in the world. Sure. Do you get hired to be a part of the league, or or sponsorships will pick you up, and they are the ones who pay your but pay your salary. If you're just the top man in the world, what does that matter compared to somebody who's the top reaper or somebody who's the top uh, mercy? I mean, those these are all great questions. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> it's but weird. it's not just you being the best may. It's can you be the best may in a team of other five other people? Yeah, right. That's that's the that's Overwatch. You can't just be the best Reaper because if you're the best Reaper, then and you can't work well with others, then your team won't win. You have to be able to. It's it's all about working in a team, uh, being statist- the best team. Statistically, yeah. is there a there's Reaper statistics and then there's overall team statistics as well. Overwatch does track your stats. Like yeah. What's your, what's your team wins versus your actual kills? Yeah, you. Mm, I know there is a stat page in the game in Overwatch that yeah. tracks your personal your personal records. Um, I don't know about team. I don't think so. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think the league is great. I think I don't know why you guys were talking about it last week, and I was like, well, they should do it for like Heroes of the Storm because that's another team based game, and they should do it. It's been around longer, right? Starcraft Two, yeah. which is an old old game that still I, I guess people play it. I haven't played it in years, but I can watch Overwatch. Um, and no offense to anyone out there who loves Heroes of the Storm, mm-hmm. I just cannot watch. That's not a watchable to me. Sure, that's my. I last year I watched the the they had the uh, the World Championships of Heroes of the Storm, and yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was pretty great. You knew what was going on. Yeah, I played. I, I think, played the game. Yeah, but in terms of like th- uh, good theater mm-hmm. for like live on a stream, uh, 
I, it's like watching hockey and not understanding the rules. Right. I can't or, follow the puck. Or even if you do understand it, like I, you're like I, like baseball. Like I, I understand baseball, but like I don't care about watching it. No, as, no, as, it's not. A, it's not a not care because there's a no. You just don't shit ton, yeah. There's a shit ton of people who play it who are streamers that I want to get to know, mm-hmm. and I go into their stream and they're playing it, and I'm just sitting there going, "It's a big team battle, man." Yeah, it's a big battle. Um, it's just. Uh, I'll have to play it in order to like, and I can't, can I, I can't even play that on a console, right? Nah, you need a PC. Yeah, right. Mouse, it's, keyboard. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's not even, that's a whole other world, man. Oh, to answer your question earlier, since we're talking about Blizzard now, yeah. um, I do, did play Diablo 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, good segue. Good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you guys talked about that last, you guys brought it up last week, and I'm like, no, no, I'm literally right now sitting on the verge of, of purchasing possibly the buying the game. It's I, sitting over on that table right there. I have seventy five dollars in gift cards. Oh, I'm sure it's not that expensive now. No, no. Um, Diablo three sold for thirty. So Diablo, because you you and Crazy Peanut were here and you guys were talking about it. Now Diablo two was a game when I was in high school. Every summer when school let out, I would play so much Diablo two. Yeah, it's just it's an RPG. It's an action RPG. That's what they call it. And I like that. It's gr- and you you I play get, lots of action. You loot RPGs. your character. It's just like you said. It's just like Gauntlet. You get your characters. You pick a character that has a specific class, specific skills, and you're just hack and slashing your way through endless hordes of enemies. And you're gearing your character up, and you can play with your friends. Which oh, is I what played makes it hours and hours of Gauntlet, man. I'm talking in arcades, and oh, then yeah. ultimately when they finally came to consoles. Back in the day, I had Gauntlet Legends for sixty four. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like I played a lot of Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So I, but it, I'm telling you, man, Diablo is on another level. You will get lost in Diablo, like because it, it just doesn't end, and you're constantly finding you want this piece of gear to match with your other pieces of gear, and they all synergize. And yeah, guy at work, uh, we got we call Sidaris when he comes on the show. Sidaris was Sweet. was telling me that um, this is just like a Borderlands. Only a isometric. It is uh, what game. Borderlands modeled back is modeled after. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much when I, when because when Borderlands came out, it was labeled Diablo with guns. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because you pick the class, it. you and then you get guns. Well, and also first person. Because, uh, yeah, it was yeah like first person Diablo. Yeah, first yeah. person Diablo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, and I played that. I love I love Borderlands, and I play I you know. Like, I can imagine myself doing exactly what I did. I never played Borderlands, but mm-hmm. I played Borderlands too. Mm-hmm. I imagine myself doing exactly what I did in that. I made a character for every class, and, like, one night I would just switch to my one character, play that. Can you trade gear between characters? You can. Right. So there's probably, yeah. like, uh, some kind of vault that you put all the shit into. You do have a bank vault, yep. Yeah, bank vault. You put the shit in there. Yeah, and and then- every character can access the bank, bank vault. If you have five or six characters that you, uh, and I'm trying to remember Diablo, yeah, Diablo three. Did you have a shared stash? I I don't remember. I think each character. Mm, honestly, it's been like a while since I. Uh, In, last time I played was the Necromancer beta. Yeah, they just released the Necromancer, so I don't really know. In Borderlands, it's Borderlands two. It's physically in the world. Like you go into the world, and there's a specific bank you go to. Similar in to a Diablo, town, Diablo whatever, it's stash or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you go there, you open it up, and it's all the gear that you've collected from all the characters' builds that you've made. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say it's a shared stash, but I, I honestly can't yeah, confirm sorry. that. I don't remember. I'll figure it out. But um, um, but I'm planning to buy it when I buy it on Xbox. 
Cool. Uh, and they you don't made have it on X. I have it on I have it on uh, PC. Can I play with you? No. Oh. The game they actually modified the game slightly so it works differently on consoles. Uh, for example, they added a dodge roll because on PC you have the mouse and keyboard. I can click around the, the map and, and get out of the way of you know enemy fire. But in the in the you just have the analog stick on console, yeah, so yeah. they added the right stick as a dodge roll. Every character can now do that. Um, and like Crazy Peanut said last week, he uh, he said that you can be on screen at the same time with other players, and it will it will expand the screen the moment players start getting away from each other, and then you you know and then it'll show you off. It's, no, it no, works I mean, a little bit differently. What I was saying, I yeah. was saying, is it couch co-op? It, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You're the saying console, it is. The console version will let you have multiple players on screen play together. On PC, you don't do that. You just team up with another person on their computer. Right. Yeah, yeah. But you can also uh, team up with people, computer-based people as well. No, you can't team. I, you cannot play with PC people. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I said that wrong. Uh, you can, AI, you AI. Can, no, you can play with an online player. Correct. Right. Can you play with an online player and then a local-based couch co-op? friend at the same time. I'm going to say yes. yes. I did I oh, bought it on cool. PS4 for a time. I ret- I traded it in a long time ago because I had it on PC. I believe you can do that. And the question I asked last week and that no one had an answer for, when you go when you and a couch call friend are here mm-hmm. and you're about ready to play, um, can they log in with their own account? On PS4 you can do that. Oh yeah. So you cool. can have multiple people log into your PS4 on their PS PlayStation profile. Yeah, but that and might be unique to just PS4. I can't confirm it on Xbox. Yeah, right, right, because you haven't so, tried it. Yeah, so on... on it's got to be. It's got, it's got to be. Yeah, it's if you can be. log in multiple players on Xbox at the same time, then multiple accounts, I should say. I don't even know. Yeah, can, uh, PlayStation has a has a system where you, you, you register your primary system. And oh, then you, you, you yeah. can because uh, you can do it in Injustice 2. Cool. You totally can do it in Injustice Pretty 2. sure you can then. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna so be. you bring your, that means you can bring your character your character saves on the cloud. You can just bring them anywhere. Right, exactly. That's, that would be perfect. That would yeah. be great. Well, do you, we got one more thing if you want to talk about it. Let's do it. So this this. Oh, the thing, only thing I wanted to talk about uh, that I forgot was um, maybe Absolver. Do you know much about it? No. Um, it looks like a. I watched a trailer for it. It, um, it looks really interesting. What is it? Um, it is a fighting game that doesn't have a set group of moves that you learn. It's a fighting game where you build your fight style. And it looks awesome. Can you spell it? Uh, Absolver. A-B-S-O-L-V-E-R. Is that it? Uh, that's Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I think it also may have open world elements where you roam the world looking for fights. Which is some... Multiplayer? Yeah. Like so, like you're 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 going to other players. Yeah, you're not like, you're not set. Um, I don't think you're set into like arenas that you just like load in. You know, like you would in like mo- it just drops combat. you in the world. Drops you in the world, and then you roam around trying to find people to fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well that would work because if it ends up being a server and then there's no one in there, then you'll never find anybody. But it could it could it could be simpler than that. But the cool thing is, you start with a. A basic type of stance. There's like three types. There's Forsaken. There's another one. And that's just your base. And then as you play the game more, your character starts to unlock different moves and to add to the style. 
And then you have to pick like a core set that you fight with. Kind of like... Um, You're like building your fighting style yourself. Kind of like yeah. Diablo or whatever where you would pick four powers of the many powers that you could get mm -hmm. with the character. Almost like an RB, R, RPG fighting game. That's, yeah, that's what it looks like they're calling it. Yeah. Where you, but I, I think it looks incredibly interesting, and I want to try it. It does the uh, behind the back view like For Honor does. Right, right. Yeah, so it looks like it, which is which I think is a pretty cool way of doing the fighting. Game. But I think combat so. This is a, they're talking about the combat deck, and the yeah. combat deck is you setting up your style. You pick. Oh, you got you stances. Know, you choose what stance you want, and then from your stance, you build what moves are going to be in your combat deck. This looks pretty cool. Yeah, so I did want to bring that up because I wasn't. I had just watched the trailer this week, and I was curious as to what you thought of it. And if you hadn't seen it, I mean, I'm glad you're playing it right now, just so you can see. Yeah, it. I'm looking at the. We're looking at the combat overview trailer um, without sound. Yeah, so. but the one thing that they highlighted about so it. So look, yeah, it looks like you're building your combos here. Right. Yeah. The one thing that they highlighted is that it makes combat incredibly unpredictable. Because every time you come up against somebody, you're not going to know what moves they decided They've to built, choose. Built, yeah. So when you get into combat, you, you're going to have to fight lots of people to learn what the possibilities could end up being. There was a game that did this. Uh, oh my god! It and was... all we're looking at is melee. Just so you know. Fred. Oh, there's other styles: swords, weapons, Ooh. all kinds of horse shit that you can bring in. I think later on they get to that. There's um, there was another fighting game. with weapons. Uh, Oh my god! It was a game, third-person action adventure game, about it was in, takes place in future France. You stole people's memories. You like jumped into people's memories. Hmm. Oh my god! What is this game? It's um, Assassin's Creed Unity. Nope. It's, I know. I know. It sounds just like it, but Capcom did it. France. Uh, Fran Remember me? Yes. That's it. Remember, which I never played. My, my, you made, you, you made didn't me remember. remember. It. You, didn't, you didn't remember it at all. That game worked very <laughs> similar to this, where you unlock different nodes for your combos, and you would build your combos kind of like that, and they would each each attack would restore like your punching. And, I don't even know. Maybe it's the same developer. No, no, it's not. Cap, oh, Capcom, uh, an offshoot of Capcom did it, and they they moved on to do other things after Remember Me. But uh, I want to know. Like, okay, this is on Steam. It looks like. It's definitely coming out for, I think, PC first. It's PC and PS4, it looks like. Yep. Uh, yep. Let's see. Steam it right now is pre-order it for $26.99. And uh, it comes out August 29th. Yep. Wow. I, uh, do you think it's P PS4 on that date as well? or It said, uh, the on the trailer page that we were watching, it said both PS4 and PC. Yeah. Um, so Absolver is an online multiplayer combat game where players are placed behind the mask of a prospect under control of the guides. The new rulers of the fallen Adel Empire who will determine your worth in joining their elite core of Absolvers. It does not sound like there's going to be a single single player experience no, at all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like there's like any kind of open... It's all. It looks like it's all multiplayer. Online multiplayer, online co-op. Yeah, but I... I have a feeling that it's going to be in a, a contiguous world, but I'm not really sure. From their promo, I can't really tell. Might be small sections, oh, you know. Ex explore a rich, dynamic world, including dedicated PvP battle arenas where champions will receive spoils of victory and progress. Yep. And PvE areas which players will cooperatively cooperatively battle ah. to retrieve rare loot and equipment from the ruins of the Adel. So it does have a PvP a PvE side. Yeah, it looks That's like cool. you can you can just play offline without fighting anybody if you don't want to. 
Nice. Well, you you now have me keeping an eye on this. So I'm intrigued. And the last thing was just about um, podcasting. Yeah, uh, you wanted to bring up the podcasting patent troll. Yeah, some, patent some, trolls. Some fucking patent troll was trying to. Um, he was basically trying to sue people with popular podcasts to to just make money. I mean, because that's what patent because years ago about. he ha- happened to buy the patent or, or it says in the article that he had a, f- a failed media business revolving around some kind of uh, uh, media player device, you know, like at the boom of like the iPod, right? And his that's company so failed, and that because but he, he still held on to the patent for he had it. Patent something that somehow gives him the ability to go in and try and sue yeah. like Person- modern podcasters. So he had a company called Personal Audio. It dates back to the ni- late 1990s when founder Jim Logan created a company seeking to create a proto-iPod digital music player. But his company flopped. Years later, Logan turned to lawsuits to collect money from those investments. He sued companies over both episodic content... That's, fuck this guy. That's an episodic content patent is what he was saying. Holy fuck. And as a separate patent, which Logan and his lawyers <laughs> said co- covered playlists. <coughs> he was basically suing anybody who makes TV shows. You know what this reminds me of? This is Remember the drama last year on YouTube where the Fine Brothers were trying to copyright uh, React's videos? Do you remember this drama? Uh, no. The I'm Fine sure. Brothers were trying to, to, trying to copyright uh, YouTube React's videos. Reaction videos? Reaction videos. Get the fuck out of here. People lost their shit on them. Because now, what, I can't make a Reacts video to a Marvel trailer because you have the patent on it? Get the get fucked, man. A patent on... Uh, they, they took a huge dive for that, man. A, a, a patent on a human and emotional reaction? Get the fuck out of the here. The ability to put, put it on... on monetize it. The yeah. ability to monetize reaction videos. Well, needless, needless to say, the shitbird, he got uh, stomped in the ground, and he won't be able to sue for this ever again. So that's Good. cool. I'm Good. happy about that. Yeah. Um, because I like making a podcast with you, my friend. I do too. I think this is a, it's a good time I, to wrap I, it up. I don't want somebody to be able to copyright the ability to fucking make a yeah, podcast. Screw that. Screw that shit. Fuck that. All right. Well, this has been our, our podcast for this week. It's episode 135 in the can. We did it. Just the two of us. Just we, the two of us. We made it. Our, this is our first tried. official duo episode. Our first official duo episode. We did, we did it. Well, you got info? Yeah, this is Neo Yoshi. You can find me on Twitter at Neo underscore Yoshi. Uh, I'm probably going to stream either more PUBG, because I'm freaking addicted to that game. Twitch.tv forward slash Neo Aoshi. No underscore there. No underscore Just there. Just Neo Aoshi. No. Um, and I this weekend, maybe I will stream either Tacoma or Hellblade, depending on my poll. Or I could just ignore the poll completely and do whatever the fuck I want. But I just wanted to hear what people wanted to recommend to me. Cool. Yeah. And this is Felix Hergood. Um, you can catch me at twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood or mixer.com forward slash Felix Hergood. When I go live, I go live to both services at once. Um, and right now, you heard it earlier, I'm, I'm currently playing Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I'm probably about 20% through that game. It's massive. And I'm also about 20% through uh, Shadow of Mordor. You're making me want to play Tomb Raider again, man. Because I remember how much I love that game. Yeah. Um, But pop in the streams um, and check me out. Um, Right now, like I said, I'm still getting over sickness. But I think tomorrow I am going to attempt to play Shadow of Mordor and uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, When this episode releases on Friday, you can go back and watch the VODs of that experience. 
Um, and then coming up at some point, maybe the fr Friday day, I might be live with, um, I might be right, live right now if you're listening to this couch co-op uh, with right Snacks the Cat and Flower, because we were just talking through, 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 through the Twitter about possibly doing that. Um, so we might be doing couch co-op playing um, uh, Overcooked and Tricky Towers and what other special game that um, Snacks the Cat assures me is going to be a fun co-op experience. So we'll I'm see excited. what that is. I'm going to check that out. Um, but I will talk to you guys later. Peace. Have a good week.